The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Betsy, come on, dearie, to dinner. You have to eat if you want to grow up and have roses in your cheeks. You have to eat your carrots. Mommy, may I be excused? Well, Johnny, you haven't eaten a thing. I don't feel like it, Daddy. I don't believe Betsy looks well. Come here, dear. Come to Mommy. I don't believe she has any fever. You know something wrong, honey? Mm, no. I think I'll just go lie down. Well, all right. Do you want to lie down in there on the couch? Yes. All right, you do that. That's the girl. I'll save you some food if you get hungry later on, dear. What the heck's the matter with her? She must be sick just to go and lie down without being told. Well, she has no temperature at all, I can tell. Yes, Betsy! Betsy! Are you sure you don't want anything to eat? I, I think I'll just go in and ask her. Oh, all right, Aunt Effie. <laughs> you pass the salt, please, dear. You know, there's a lot of measles going around. Chicken pox. She's had chicken pox. Mumps. They're going Mumps? Around. Haven't you had them? No. What have you had? Gee, I don't even remember. I have to ask Mother. I had measles, I know, whooping cough. I had measles. Scarlet fever. I had that when I was ten. Well, I don't know. But Betsy said she'd like some, some crusts. Some what? That's what she said. She wants just a crust of bread. Lots of crust, she said. Well, she's never liked the crust. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What was it, Aunt Effie? They hmm? always said, eat your crust so you'd have curly hair. Oh, yes. We still say that. I've said it to Betsy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen, you two finish your dinner. I want to talk to my daughter. A little dinner music, baby? Oh, you like that. And you like these beechnut pears, too, don't you? Sure, I can tell. Yes, they do taste so good. Do you know where beechnut pears come from? That's right, from beechnut babyland. Uh-huh, it's true. Beechnut babyland's a very special place where every beechnut baby food gets lots of loving care. Yes, you just know it. Like these beechnut pears. You just know that every one they picked was a real beauty. That's why they have such a natural, sweet, fresh flavor. Such good food nourishment for baby to grow on. Get the best for your baby. Get Beechnut baby food. Beechnut, the most babied food in the world. <laughs> Can't you tell your mommy? No. Why, of course you can. You'd be surprised how much mothers can do sometimes and how much they know. Mother, thank you. Yes, here you take mommies. Now, for example, even though you won't tell me, I, I bet I can tell you what it's all about. It has something to do with curly hair. Why, mommy, how did you know? <laughs> That's the way mothers are. They can often tell what's going on when their little girls are upset. Want to tell mommy more about it, huh? Oh, it's just that awful Elizabeth Edwards. I just hate her. Oh, why? She said she hated me, too. Oh, well, why, why do you both hate each other so much? I don't know why she hates me. Uh-huh, no. But I hate her because she said that... that. What did? 
She said that Debbie was prettier than I was because Debbie has curly hair. Oh, that is the silliest thing. My goodness, you're a very pretty little girl. Yes, but Debbie is prettier. Well, she is not. Yes, she is. She has curly hair. Well, since when? I don't remember Debbie's hair being so curly. She has a permanent. Oh. Can I have a permanent, Mommy, please? Oh, well, now, Betsy, we mentioned that to your father once, and he said no. Now, he likes your pigtails, well, darling. Well, I don't. And, well, I oh, know. Oh, please, Mommy, darling. please, oh. pretty, please. Oh, please, oh. let me be pretty. Oh, Oh, here, here, darling. Now, for goodness sake. What's going on here, What is it? Well, I'll speak to your father. You go upstairs with Aunt Effie. Would you take her up, Aunt Effie? Oh, yes. Yes, come with me, dear. Come on. Well, now, what is this? What's the trouble? Well, I don't want you to get mad and hit the ceiling, but I'm going to say something. Look, I wish you wouldn't say things like that. You act as though I'm some some sort of monster. No, but you express yourself rather heatedly sometimes, dear, and I don't want to upset Betsy anymore. Well, all right, come on, come on. I want you to let Betsy have a permanent wave. Absolutely not. Now, look here, dear. No, now, I won't even discuss it. She isn't even seven years old. You want to ruin her hair oh, by... Oh, ruin her hair? Don't be so old-fashioned. Millions, literally millions of children are getting permanent. I hardly Every... think millions of children well, are getting... Well, all right, thousands, then. Betsy thousands. is not going to be one of them. Dear, she is very upset. It seems that Elizabeth Edwards told Betsy she wasn't as pretty as Debbie because Debbie has curly hair. Oh, nonsense. Well, yes, of course, but Betsy doesn't think it's nonsense. Her little heart is broken. Her feelings are so hurt. All right, all right. So Look, I a little I... unhappiness is not going to hurt her. It'll do her good. That's one oh. of the troubles with children nowadays. That's why they turn out the way they do. That We try to protect them from everything that might be the least bit unpleasant. Well, let's not go into all that right now. Now look, to begin with, I like her pigtails. I, I, I like braids. I think she looks more like a little girl. Time enough for her to be having curls and fussing with all I that. I guess when you'd she's... rather that you were happy than that she's happy? Now look, I did not say well, that. Well, it's what it amounts to, and I think it is mean of you, dear. Well, what was that not to all put, about? Put her... I put Betsy in the tub, and she's giving her dolls a bath, too. But I had to come down and find out what the trouble was. Well, I think he is mean. Poor Betsy wants curly oh, hair. Oh, she's wanted that for a long time. Of course. Well, today some little girl said she wasn't as pretty as Debbie because Debbie has curly hair. Well, Debbie's is just a permanent, too. And really, they do wonderful things mm -hmm. these days. You can either get a home permanent, dear, mm -hmm. or you can have it done. Of course. And if tomorrow's it... Saturday, maybe we could take it out to the beauty parlor tomorrow. Well, he won't let Betsy have a permanent. Why? Says he likes her pigtails. Well, I think it is more important what Betsy wants in a case like this. I know children can get terrible inferiority complexes that last all their lives just over something like this. There. Did you hear that? Jerry yeah. Aunt Effie said, put the paper down, dear. Did you, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Well, I most certainly now, think... Now, please, Aunt Effie, please do not interfere. Well, excuse me. Oh, for heaven's sakes, he, he, he didn't mean that, Aunt Effie. I did mean it. Now, I'm sorry, Aunt Effie. I didn't mean to be rude, but since I'm Betsy's father, I should be able to make a decision about her without all my relatives piping up with their opinions. Well, I am hardly <clears throat> all your relatives. Well, if the rest of them were here, you can bet your bottom dollar they'd have something to say about it, too. <clears throat> I'll go start the dishes, dear. At least I can be useful in the kitchen. Oh, I'll be right out, Aunt Effie. Really, what a thing to say to her. What is Look, the matter with I don't think it you? was so awful. Anyhow, it had to be said. Now, look, if there's one thing a child needs and wants, it's to know where she stands. I tell Betsy to wear a sweater, and Aunt Effie says, oh, she doesn't need a sweater. I mean, that, that confuses a child. Well, I know, but you've hurt Aunt Effie's feelings. It had to be said. Now, it may sound mean, but I would rather hurt Aunt Effie's feelings, which get hurt at the drop of a hat anyhow, than to confuse my child so she doesn't know whether she's coming or going. Well, I should like to remind you that Betsy is my child, too. She is, that is right, but I am her father. Well, I do not wish to become a tyrant. I think the father should be the final authority. 
the trouble with the families of the day. Children have no respect for their parents. Well, look, let's not go into all that again. We were discussing whether or not Betsy should get her hair curled. You know why and they I have no respect? You know why? Because the father of today is treated as a sort of a henpecked nincompoop who doesn't know enough to come in out of the rain if his wife didn't remind him. Well, I certainly do not think you are henpecked. Yes, only because I put up a valiant struggle. Oh, really? What is the matter with look, you? don't you want Betsy to respect me? Well, of course. But she's not going to unless you do. Well, I do. What a terrible thing to say. Well... I just thought we ought to discuss the problem of her hair, dear, and decide between us. Darling, you don't mean you want to discuss the problem at all. What you mean is you want to wear me down until I say yes out of sheer exhaustion. Honey, it's true. You needn't look at me like that. Believe me, things were much simpler in the old days when father made the decisions. No arguments, no discussions. The wife presented the problem. Father thought it over, made his decision. Well, times have changed. You ain't kidding. And I think the mother has just as much to do with it. Now, I'm going to help Aunt Effie with the dishes so she doesn't do them all, and afterwards we will discuss the problem and then arrive mutually at a decision. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. CBS Radio. Uh, one moment, please. CBS Radio. Uh, what's that, madam? Oh, I'm sure I don't know why Johnny Dollar prefers blondes. I'm a brunette myself. Yes, he's on the air this Sunday. I'll get it, Marge. CBS Radio? Yes, sir. Indictment is based on the work of the New York District Attorney's Office. Oh, yes, they try to make it as authentic as they can. Yes, sir, Sunday. You're welcome. You know, Marge, people really enjoy radio drama. I read somewhere once that it's because it gives their imaginations a chance to work. Not figures. CBS Radio. Our Sunday schedule? Oh, yes, madam. Suspense, yours truly, Johnny Dollar, FBI in Peace and War, Indictment, and Gunsmoke. Yes, you can hear them all on Sunday over most CBS radio stations. You're welcome. CBS Radio. Come on, Betsy, get into bed, dear. Just a minute. I have to put my children to bed. Oh, well, hurry up, then. Did you go down and kiss Daddy goodnight? Yes, and he said I couldn't have my hair curl because he likes my pigtails. Mm, well, your Daddy and I are going to discuss it, dear. You tell him I can, will you, Mommy? Oh, well, I, I can't tell Daddy what to do, dear. Yes, you can. You tell him everything else to do. What do you mean, Betsy? Well, you tell him to take out the garbage and to put his clothes in the laundry hamper and to wipe the dishes and not to put ashes on the floor. Oh, well, I... He's not always very good about doing what you want him to do, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> well... Daddy's naughty sometimes. You get into bed. Hurry up now. Isn't he, Mommy? You get into bed. <laughs> I guess Daddy's too big to spank, though, isn't he? Here, you cover up. Now, Mommy wants to talk to you. To begin with, you must not think of your father that way. Reason he doesn't do some of the things that Mommy asks him to do is that he is very busy working on important papers from the office. Your father is a very, very smart man. Is he? Yes, he is. And you must remember that when your father says that he wants you to keep your pigtails, that he says that because you're just the little girl he always wanted. Do you know that? I want a pretty little girl with braided pigtails, Daddy used to say. He did? Mm-hmm. And then he got me. Yes. Wasn't Daddy lucky to get just what he wanted? Yes, wasn't he? 
And aren't you lucky to have such a nice daddy? So you got just what you wanted, too? Yes. Hmm? I wouldn't want any other daddy but my daddy. Of course not. I wouldn't either. So we'd better be nice to him, hadn't we? Yes. Good night, dear. Mm. Now you go right to sleep. I will, Mommy. Good night. Good night, dear. We'll all be down in the living room, darling. We're not going anywhere. You want the paper, Aunt Effie? Oh, yes. Thank you. Oh, look, just give me the sports section, huh? Oh, hi. Hi. Did you get Betsy to bed? Yes, why don't you put your feet up on the footstool, dear, and be, and be comfortable. Oh, here, let me take all the magazines no, off. No, I'm okay, Here, yeah, darling, put your feet up. Oh, well. <laughs> Better, isn't it? <laughs> well, thank you, darling. Can I get your pipe for you? Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> the tobacco's right on the desk. Yeah, I see it, dear. I see it. Look, I'm sorry I was sort of unpleasant earlier to both of you. I, oh, I... that's all right. My goodness, I suppose I shouldn't have interfered, but I do think... Aunt Effie, it, it's all settled. I told Betsy your father had made a decision and that he was right. Well, I must say I don't agree at all. Why, if Betsy gets an inferiority complex over... We all have inferiority complexes, I guess. So if she doesn't get it over this, it'll be something else. She's got to learn to face facts of life, Aunt Effie. Hmm. And on thinking it over... I must say, dear, you were absolutely right. Oh, well, uh, very nice of you. Well, I, it's uh, not as nice as I'm going to be in the future. I think I've made a few mistakes, too. Huh? From now on, dear, you, as the father, will be the final authority. Uh, well, I, I can't help but ask, what came over you? I saw the light. What light? Oh, my goodness, I did leave the light on in the kitchen. I'll go turn that right off. No sense running up the bill. <laughs> That is not the light I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I know, darling. And thank you. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again Monday for The Couple Next Door.